0: 924 Sports Radio, nine. the game. Steak Shapiro on the Steakhouse. Thanks so much for being with us. 9 uh, o'clock hour is brought to you by our friends at uh, Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Hopefully you're listening, uh, enjoying your holiday week. If you're listening in Atlanta, we appreciate it. If you're listening on our app, the Odyssey app, heck, we really appreciate that. All over, uh, uh, all over the world, you can hear uh, – any of the Odyssey station, but we like you to focus on 92-9 the game. Falcons win uh, handily their best effort of the year on Sunday. Not surprising. And you say, how can that not be surprising? Because that's the way the NFL looks. They win 29-10. to It's what you've been waiting for all year. It took them 16 weeks to get there. A complete performance on both sides of the ball. And um, Taylor Heineke has a good day. Defense plays well. Sacks were coming in droves. The Sharps, when I say the Sharps, that means the folks in Vegas. There was a huge push, huge money in Atlanta as the week went along. By the time we got to kickoff, the Falcons were a three-point favorite. They started the week as a one-point underdog or something along those lines. The Sharps were all over Atlanta. They knew that it was the worst week the franchises had after losing to Carolina and essentially getting eliminated from the playoffs. They knew it was one of those weeks in an NFL city where the team that was kind of left for dead would find a way to step up. That's exactly what happened. And what you got was a snapshot of what we were sold in the offseason. Diverse offensive weapons highlighted by Bijan Robinson, one of the great rookies uh, in the NFL this year. A defense that got after the quarterback and was opportunistic, highlighted by Jesse Bates, who's one of the best free agent signings. In the history of this franchise. A play calling from Arthur Smith. That seemed smart. And seemed relevant. And seemed to be under control. And not putting us in harm's way. And just a total team effort. And blowing out a team that's had a very good season. In the Indianapolis Colts. So now you sit after Tampa Bay gets a win. And they are the talk of the NFC South. It's not the Falcons. It's not the Saints. It's certainly not Bryce Young. So. You have Tampa go out and get another W behind Baker Mayfield, and now you're left with a 10% chance, a 10% chance to make the playoffs. Highly unlikely. Tampa's got New Orleans this week, and then they'd have to lose that game and to the Carolina Panthers in the final game of the year. If they lost both of those and the Falcons won out, you'd be division champs. You have put yourself in a horrendous situation. When 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 Desmond Ritter threw the pick near the goal line two weeks ago that basically, I think, ended his career with the Atlanta Falcons, it ended your chance to make the playoffs, and it could have ended Arthur Smith coaching tenure. All one play, which was a microcosm of the frustration of Falcon fans. That play is now the one that you have to look at and say, where do we go from here? With their coaching, with our general manager, with the quarterback position, it's all in play right now. And um, it was now a harsh reality. Whether we end day day eight and nine, whether we end nine and eight, if we win out in our last three, winning at Chicago and New Orleans, there'll be a feeling like, okay, nine and eight was an improvement, but everyone will be sitting there going, why do you lose to Arizona? Why do you lose to Tennessee and a rookie quarterback in his first game? Why do you lose to the Carolina Panthers, um, one of the worst teams in the league we've seen? That's what's going to be the conversation. So Yeah, and the unfortunate part about it, like you said, with Arthur Blank having to make a decision when it comes down to does he make a coaching change, you you're at the end of what was supposed to be the three-year process, right? You're basically – going back into a whole nother process. if yeah, you make you, Right, exactly right. You, you have to understand, and we'd love to hear from you, 404-726-0929, 404-726-0929. If you make a coaching change, you are flipping the building again. You're flipping every coordinator, most of your scouts. You're flipping every assistant coach. You're flipping, your uh, you know, virtually – Everything, on that's if you fire the coach. If you fire the GM as well, there's 50 new positions there, right? Like, you're having to start from scratch, essentially, with a roster that is not a bad roster. You're a middle-of-the-road roster because you don't have a quarterback, right? Was Bijan Robinson a bad pick at the top of the draft? Of course it wasn't a bad pick. I think he's fourth for Rookie of the Year or fifth for Rookie of the Year. It's going to be C.J. Stroud or it's going to be, Um, the receiver for the Rams, Puka uh, Nakua, that looks like they'll win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Then there's Jamar Gibbs. There's the kid from the Lions. What is it? Joey Laporta, the tight end. And there's uh, Bijan. These are the top rookie. On the defensive side of the ball, it's not even close. Jalen Carter going at minus 1,000 in Vegas. He's going to walk away with the Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's had a very impactful season for the Eagles. Certainly adds fuel to the fire. But this is not an easy decision to flip the script again. I can tell you this. I've been doing sports talk radio in Atlanta for almost 30 years, which is scary in and of itself. Damn, I'm old. Ugh. I don't know that the vitriol online, on the radio, on social media, has ever been worse towards a coach and towards Arthur Blank than it was after the Carolina loss. It was a bloodbath for this organization. It was a bloodbath, and, and these are not easy decisions. Just get the coach out of there. Um, okay, who are you going to hire? All right, you know, flip the, flip the building again. It's been three years. I think if they end with one of two wins against New Orleans and Chicago, your season ends at eight and nine. It's a better record than the year before. Season was a total disappointment. Season was a failure, but I think Arthur Smith may be able to save his job. And then Arthur will say things like, you can't call the plays anymore because you're not having any impact during the game on the rest of your team. Or, you're going to have to convince me you have a plan of quarterback, which they don't right now. It's certainly not going to be Taylor Heineke. Are you going to draft in the middle of the draft and think you're going to find somebody to be your next quarterback? You're going to spend in free agency. I mean, it's just a it's a bad situation for Arthur Blank because he's he was sold a bill of goods. Give me to year three. Let me spend on defense, which finally, by the way, from Katie to uh, uh, obviously. Who do we pick up? Anyama. Anyama. Akuda. Of course, Bates. Um, no, I'm talking about the big guy. Oh, uh, the, Calais. The, uh, Calais Campbell, dude. I mean, like they, they've all come to life in the last few weeks. But you were told that we were going to be better rushing the passer. We were not. You were told we we're going to be a dynamic offense. You haven't hit 30 points all year. So you went in a room with your owner. You told your owner the plan. We're going to go with Desmond Ritter. We're going to draft Bijan. we got Drake London. We have Kyle Pitts. We're going to re-sign Chris Lindstrom. We're going to take Kayla McGarry. We're going to take all this money on defense. Everything you told Arthur Blank was going to happen essentially did not happen. Right? You were not a dynamic offense. You did not get after the quarterback, and you did not turn into a playoff team. However, there are signs that there are pieces here. If you find a quarterback... Tell Arthur Smith maybe that you've lost your play-calling duties because it just doesn't seem to be a good fit right now. Um, I don't know how you go go back and give him the luxury of calling plays anymore. The offense has been a problem all year long. There's no question about that. But it's just not that easy to just flip the script. That's what I want to remind people. You know, it's not like, okay, we're just going to move on to another regime. This stuff is hard, man. This stuff is hard trying to figure that out. So – um, four oh four seven two six oh nine two nine. Who do we got? Who do we, we got Daryl and McDonough? Hey Daryl, you're on Sports Radio 929 again. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. What's going on?
1: Nice hey, listen.
0: Talk. Yeah. Hypothetically, I hear you, I hear you talking about flipping the script? What if we could flip the script and we get Eric B. Enemy in, bring Justin Fields in. Move Pitts from being a tight end, make him a slot receiver, and get a good blocking tight end. I think that will work. Have a good one. Okay. Well, Kyle Pitts is not becoming a slot receiver. Okay. You know, it, 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 Kyle Pitts, I don't know what Kyle Pitts is becoming other than a mediocre tight end that you gave up the world for, the highest rate uh, tight end, right? um Tyler, this a baller. Bijan can ball. Cordero Patterson is done. He's not going to be back next year. Um, Got a pretty good offensive line. Drake London's the number one receiver. You don't have a, a number two. Like, y- y- you didn't score 30 points all year. Arthur Smith's supposed to be an offensive guru. Like, these things aren't easy to unpack. It's just not that easy to unpack. And, I, and I'm and i not—listen, I'd love to come on here and be sports talk radio guy. Be, yes! You have to do this! I don't know what you have to do. What, are you going to start interviewing Bill Belichick to be coaching here You're going to get the next great hot coordinator around the NFL. You're going to go to the college ranks and try to convince somebody. Like, it's just not an easy decision. But but there is going to be repercussions for telling your owner things were going to happen, and none of them happened. There's going to be repercussions. Does the media don't have a job? I don't know, man. You know, rich people have rich people problems. This is a problem for Arthur Blank. That's a rich person problem. What are you doing with this franchise? 9.35, we come back. Why the Orange Bowl is one of the most interesting storylines I've ever seen in a bowl game, most bizarre, for all the wrong reasons. Mike Griffith joins us. We'll talk Georgia, Florida State. Lots more calls, 404-726-0929. My name's Steak. This is the Steakhouse on 92.9.